Welcome to another episode of Techman Talks Dynamics. Uh, in the room, we've got Liz, Matt, and myself, Liam, and we've joined today virtually by James. He's in via a Teams meeting, but um, we're going to see what that looks like, I think, with our video editor, how he's going to actually appear on the screen. So that's something to look forward to when we he see the technology. technology makes it possible. By the time. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we're using technology to, to see how far we can go with this. But uh, uh, anyway, today, uh, quite topically, we're looking at how AI has been very uh, prominent in, I think, in the IT sector over the last three or four months, since probably the turn of the year. Um, something called ChatGPT uh, was announced. It's like a, a chat-based uh, AI tool, which allows you to ping questions. It's almost like taking Google search or Bing search, and it, it comes back with a whole uh, more human element to the, your answers. Uh, and then Microsoft have invested a lot of money into this. Um, they've added it into their Bing search uh, to try and give you a slightly different approach. And they've also started to tease what's going to happen to some of the Dynamics products once um, this AI tool goes into um, goes into Dynamics. So we thought we'd have a little chat about it. Um, we're not too sure where the conversation's going to go. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure I can contribute too much to this. About two years ago, I went to a session at Directions on AI, and the guy started it by saying, I'm going to explain all of this in words that your grandmother would understand. Well, his grandmother must have been like a nuclear physicist or something, because I spent the next hour. I, I don't remember, I don't really, really understand anything after that statement. So so I'm not sure, I'm not sure how much I can uh, contribute, but I think it's about... Um, T- taking this technology that's now available and translating it into real business requirements, you know, not the mm. not the nice to haves yeah. or, you know, the, the, the things gimmicks. that look good in a demo and look a bit gimmicky, but the things that can really improve productivity um, in a, in a in a business in a, in a small to medium business rather than a large enterprise business. Yeah, and they started they've started doing that, haven't they? It, it's popped into. I mean, okay, so I've got my marketing hat on, so we probably use it more than most. But even in PowerPoint now, you can put a topic in. And then it'll go away and look at Wikipedia and create your first few slides. It'll have a better design um, elements for you to choose from. Do you like this design? Do you want us to go away and create something different? Yeah. And it will look at what you've put the text in and, and have some relevance to the artwork it's, it's bringing in. So they've tried to bring a little bit of, should we say, it is AI, some artificial intelligence of what you've put to give you a better result. So you get a nice looking PowerPoint without having to go into... But and it's Photoshop. quicker. It's so quicker. you've got productivity yeah. gain. So some of that, um, you know, that basic... A layout thing it, it's doing for you and some of that basic text writing it's it's doing for you based on on what on you've the, put in the, yeah, yeah what you've the, given yeah. and words the same and there's a couple of nice little things whether it's AI but even in Outlook where it says I noticed that you'd had an email yesterday where you responded, responded saying I'll get back to you or I'll do something it pops up in your reminders yeah. to say don't forget you did that so very very small elements of it coming into our day to day life um, I mean, have you got an example of one uh, <laughs> so well, he says knowingly. So yeah, knowingly. We we did, or I did, come up with the idea. I just put into uh, ChatGPT, which is you can still sign up for it. I think um, it, it got oversubscribed a while back, but you can go there now, sign up for an account. So I just put, give me a a podcast script uh, about how Dynamics can use ChatGPT. And it does then give you, and this is where it's probably changed, rather so we than... we can go now. We can all go, yeah, we'll just, I'll just read it out for the next... I need one other person to be the guest. Um, but it does, I think what ChatGPT's done is this idea that it gives a human element. So where you'd have maybe put that into Google, you'd have had a lot of facts come back. Now it gives it that nice... It so gives it's me a script. conversational, doesn't it? It's like conversational language rather than just bullet point. Yeah, it's that um, kind of find rather facts. than search. 
Yeah, and we've been we've been using it in marketing for uh, you know if we wanted to if, if even if I did something very very high level that said uh, you know give us a mailer to send out to people that might be interested in using Business Central without putting any more information in it will go away it'll come back and tell you a very basic high level what Business Central is it's an EIP platform small mid-sized businesses if then you add a little bit extra content so what does this mean for the distribution sector that we focus in it will go away and bring some of that functionality gains you get. Uh, and add that into the, the mailer and it'll do it very nice, all, all the grammatically correct, all those little things. And uh, we've definitely found that as a kickoff or a start for 10, it's a great way to have a, a very basic document or more than basic. And then we can add to that with our industry knowledge or our specialization or you take what they've given you and you, you give it. But it gives you the, you know, the first 50, 60% of what you're looking for and it gives you in 10 seconds. Mm. And, um, Which again is about, it's about, about efficiency about saving, saving yeah. some time. Yeah. But, but also allowing you to do it in, in, a, in, in business appropriate language so or in a different language. Yeah, yeah it's contextual, or, isn't it? You can choose, yeah, you can the, choose the, tone, the style of style. Yeah, you know, language. Yeah, formal, informal, yeah. adventurous, adventurous, aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You can even ask it to There's loads of little examples like that. And you can put things like, and I want a quote in from you know, somebody inspirational because you're trying to do a, a talk to, you know, that, that's going to be inspirational. And it will pick. Something that that's uh, you know from Nelson Mandela or somebody else that said something, and it will incorporate it, and it will have some intelligence around the, the quote it picks is in relation to what you've you've yeah. put, which sounds really weird and dumb, and then you see the result, you think actually that works quite well. So from from if you're sending it to to new business and and people that you you don't have a relationship with, then that's probably okay. But as you if you set if you're looking at existing customers, yeah. they should probably. I don't know. Do you think that they would read it and go, well, well, Liz hasn't really that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where I think it, it, for, we're seeing it in marketing. If everyone put the same thing in, in that, everyone's going to be sending the same mailers. But in terms of giving you a structure and a thought, I was looking for a title for something. We were trying to come up with a new uh, event. And we put all the details instead of come up with some titles. And it came up with five or six different titles. So, so like are we really saying now we don't need a, a sales and marketing team anymore? No, what you need is that we can now focus on those really important things. But yeah, Matt mentioned this script. So straight away, it goes through the introduction. So it builds that human element around high. You know, I'd introduce perhaps James or, or you guys as the experts on, on dynamics. And it, and it gives you everything you want to do, but it then get into the crux of what the question was. It says, um, you know, it tells you what Dynamics is. It's a suite of enterprise um, resource, enterprise, enter, enterprise resource planning tools and customer relationships. And then it says, well, can you give me an example of how Microsoft Dynamics uses ChatDBT to improve customer service? And it gives me the script. Well, let's say a customer contacts a company that uses Microsoft Dynamics for customer service. The customer could interact with the bot that uses ChatGBT to process their request. The bot will use natural language processing to understand the customer's message and generate an appropriate response. If the customer's request is complex, requires further assistance, it will escalate the issue to a live customer service representative. All standard stuff. But yeah. it's, it's just come back with all of that, though, for you. It's come back with all that, and it came back within seconds, and then but it carries written on. in a way that would be appropriate to read for a, for a podcast, as opposed to just a list of facts. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you a little bit more. And so, again, if we were if we wanted to build a structure for the podcast, it wouldn't be a script. We don't do it like that. But you've got maybe three or four points. Yeah, we've, never, you we've can... never worked on a script. So <laughs> I think that's probably quite clear. We're even a structure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you, you look at it and you say, how will a typical Techman customer use this technology, how will they build it in? And I think, you know, um, 
obviously, our, you know, a, a lot of our business is around Business Central. That's an ERP system. It's a system of record. You know, um, your auditor's going to get a bit um, shaky if your transactions start having a chat GPT element to them because they're supposed to be factual what's happened rather than what somebody presents as what's happened. Um so, you know, where does this fit in? And I know Microsoft have, have they launched a video just last week saying, okay, you know, we'll take the information from the item card and we'll produce a long description, extended description, um, where they'll build in things like the attribute values and so on to, to turn publish that on, into a, on e-commerce, a few mainly, sentences. isn't it? So it's to, to make uh, to make a product sound sexy, ready for it to uh, to go onto the e-commerce site. So, you know, I think I think that there is a value of that to a element of our customer base. Um, but you look at the element of our customer base that have got an online store and it's still, you know, probably less than 50 percent um, because actually far more customers, far more businesses sell to repeat accounts. So they open an account and then they just repeat sell into that account and they don't need to describe the product in the same way. You know, that that's great if you're an e-commerce business that's selling to consumers. Yeah. But if you're selling business to business, it's probably, um, you know, yes, it's useful, but it's not the same level of use. So we're, you know, thinking around across the business central piece. And I think, you know, the, the team are. Uh, looking for examples of where this might be useful. I mean, uh, you know, your business central system does communicate. So the emails that come out of business central currently are pretty flat. You know, attached is your invoice number X Y Z. Um, thank you for your business regards, and that's about it. Uh, that when it, when you're sending emails around, so you could make more personalised emails. But the other idea that I had was that you know you have a more personalised experience. So when you go to Business Central, you have a, something called personalization where you can say, you know, I, I add fields, remove fields, et cetera. And, and you're doing that at global scale. So saying I want to turn the lot number on on every page, um, you know, just asking it to do that. And it goes off and processes that and make sure that every page is set up for lot numbers. That can be a significant piece of work. And so you could you could personalize the way that the interface to the business central system works. Is I that think, AI or just coding? Language. Well, you could do it via coding, but you know, there's a lot of, of, of actually fairly routine coding to go and set the property to visible for every single page that it appears on, and 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 potentially that could go find out. I don't think it's heartless, but I think it's struggling to find. I mean, you you look at. You look at, um, as Liam kind of points out, you look at um, the sales app, DC65 sales engagement and, and customer service, you know, much more um, frequently you're logging a case and then sending an email regarding yeah. what the case is and what the next step is. And it can make that email look a lot nicer, a lot prettier, explain a lot more than, more than a customer service en- agent is going to sit there and type out or have time to type out if they're going to hit their um, case closure um, kind of um, targets. So that's that's there. I think marketing, you know, the email, um, the marketing app where it can send an email, which is very targeted on, um, you know, the customer. So, you know, I had one from Mercedes yesterday that was completely wrong 
because they told me that my PCP scheme um, was up in a few days, uh, in a few months, and that, you know, the bloom payment of my car would be due. Now, actually, if they looked at their CRM system and sent that email out, they should know that I didn't actually do it on a PCP scheme. So it's completely, you know, they, they've made an assumption probably for speed that actually made them look the local Mercedes dealer slightly idiotic and um, and just wrong. And that isn't going to make me buy another car from them, is it? So you can prevent kind of errors by getting into the personalization level um, for, for marketing. But coming back to the ERP system, I think, you know, it's much harder to find a use case for where this can. Um, I think there's other aspects of AI which are going to have a much bigger impact in future. Yeah, the next um, level, the yeah. combination of the yeah. AI and the business intelligence, isn't it? You, you, I mean, you're right about you can code certain things. You mentioned there, James, an example of a marketing mail. That will always, all, the, the current um, chat BGT and uh, integration with Dynamics on the sales side, it will look at the email that you're replying to. So it will pick out maybe a product name. If someone said, you know, I'm really interested in, you know, something that we're selling, or, or if it, James's example of a car, it'll pick that car if they've put that in the email and it will then go away and find more information about it. So it could, yeah. it will it will make the email more relevant rather than just a bit of coding, which might not have the ability to work out exactly yeah, yeah. what that is. So, yeah. and it's still really early stages, but um, yeah, it's, okay. it's coming. And I think the, you know, where, where this will lead into and, you know, the benefits that we'll, we'll then start to see in ERP is, is yeah, interrogating the data and understanding the data, yeah. you know, and it's a, you know, a, a private set of data yeah. for the customer, probably then also linked to some external data. But yeah, you know, things like you know the old question: if you're, I don't know, if you're a manufacturer or even a distributor, and, and you know, you've got purchase orders that are being updated and they're, they're late, which customers do I need to go and ring? Now that's not an easy answer in in BC now. You know, just 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 kind of simple questions, you know. What do I need yeah, to do? Yeah, so not necessarily based on what they've ordered, but also what they may order. Exactly. Yeah, so if there's yeah. going to be a supply problem, yeah, predict. You know, yeah. predict who might order what. Yeah. To be able to then to to then share that information. Or and, even if you if, if people if, know. Or, if, if you're a trader and you've got excess stock available, who do you go and ring to try and sell it to? Yeah. I, I, actually, I think you know it's that user interface because at the moment. You know, to, to successfully operate something like Business Central, you've got to go and click. You've got to open a, quite a few lists at best and, you know, um, apply quite a few views. So filter it down to find this, see if there's any. And quite a lot of the time you're going in to see whether there's any late orders and there aren't. And so that's great. You take, move on to the next thing. And almost, you know, the process of of operating BC correctly is, is correctly ticking off and making sure any outstanding tasks are done. I think if, if BC can present to you in the right priority, looking at what you've done historically, what you've done first historically, it can then say, well, given based on your previous activity history, this is what you, you know, you prioritize. Therefore, this is what you need to see yeah, first and deal with first. Actually, you're taking a huge amount of time out of the user's day because rather than having them spend time finding what they need to do, it's just presented what they need to do, and they're still in control of the decision-making process. I think the idea that um, you know AI, and I'm, I'm probably, I, I think it's going to be a while before it makes the decisions in any um, particular set of circumstances, because there are so many external factors. 
you know, will AI be able to listen to that conversation that I overheard across the office and know that that customer yes, might probably. be buying that yeah. stock? Yes, probably. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't say that to Siri or Alexa because they'll no, no doubt respond yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, so, yeah, but that that's the kind of... Um, and how seriously, how seriously should that conversation be factored in? So there's a... The, that's, you know, the first thing is right. What what do we need to do? What do, um, and in what order? And I think I think the current interface is going to evolve massively. I would see over the next ten years to be from a thing where you go and click on what you want to do to something that says this is what you should be doing first. Yeah, but of course, it's only as good as the data. As with anything in life, isn't it? And that, that's one of the, the hang-ups that you've got with, even on the chat GPT, it's not connected particularly to the internet, yeah. so it dates very quickly. Um, if there was something happening right now in the world and you you could send something out and very, very... Right, yeah. Be very, yeah. very... Um, yeah, but even, even yeah. things like customer supplier data, you know, contact data, that, you know, the technology's there now to go and trawl, you know, LinkedIn and, and, and maintain that quality of data automatically, you know, companies house and various yeah. other sources, postco lookups, all of you bring all that together and you know, there's a chunk of the quality of data that can just almost be self sufficient. Okay. Okay. But what about from um I've I've seen well, a lot of there, stuff. there is Matt, but don't you think the data quality issue is that customers a lot of our customers are you know you ask them how's your data quality and they'll go ninety eight percent right. The problem is they don't know which 2% is wrong. Okay, so, you know, then, and then you get into a problem with if you're using pattern recognition, you know, so a large part of AI is just pattern recognition yeah. at, at heart of saying, right, this is the set of circumstances that's occurred 42 times, therefore this is the third, 43rd time. Logically, it's going to occur. But, you know, there, there'll be a... I think especially in small to medium-sized enterprise, um, there's a lot of apprehension that, oh, some data being wrong, some unit of measure being wrong on some transaction at some point could really skew and and well, you know, that it, might make decisions that cost them a lot of money. Could now, that, couldn't it? If you're the, ironic, go on, go on. the ironic thing is enterprise data, in my experience, is way worse than SMB data. You go to your average corporate um, Microsoft not talking about you at all, uh, and you know their data from one end of the organisation to the other. You can ask for the same statistic and get forty-two different answers. Um, but the processes will be the same. They how their process transactions will be the same. I think sometimes with, with our customers, they will sometimes process a transaction in a different way. To so, for example, they post a credit note direct to the GL because it's the quickest, easiest way of getting it. But that can really skew your figures. So if you're only relying on that for things like um, predicting yeah. sales, sales orders, you could get big, you could get big variances which aren't real, or, or that, or you miss. Well, it, the data for AI has got to be complete, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the yeah, word. So, that's, so you've got to be consistent in the way that you process transactions. Well, I think it's and whereas a human will look at it and say there's 10% of that that's missing because I did that yeah. credit note to the GL. Yeah, exactly. You know, will AI know about that? And I guess eventually it might get so that it's clever enough to it, say, well, hang on. Yeah. It will as long as, you're, as long as it's entered consistently, I think. 
as long as it's consistent, it can pick up the pattern. But if it's inconsistent, that's where you're going to get. I mean, I think it'll drive a certain amount of yeah, people understanding that they, they have to get the quality better you know, because of the, the, the results and, and the feedback is so beneficial to them. Yeah, I think that's been the case with BI, hasn't it? People have been through that learning curve over the last two years. With BI trying to pr- produce Power BI dashboards and getting you know absolute rubbish yeah, or not being able to balance it to what their accounts it's, are saying. It's a great starting point to then go and get the data right, I think it? so, yeah. You build the report, see so. how bad it is, and yeah. then go and fix the data. I think so. But controversially, I'd say, you know, if you look at the, the really successful customers and the ones that are struggling, the difference is a lot of them is data quality. Um, you know, I, I think companies that have their data really well um, sorted uh, generally know where the problems are and able to engineer them out and, uh, and go through it. I think um, I think the companies that aren't so structured uh, are the ones that tend to end up struggling sooner or later um, because they don't, you know, they don't see the problems that the business has until too late. Um, and and that certainly as business, once you get into a medium-sized business, is you know, understanding it from gut feel. Is, is as we know is, is is much tougher you have to rely on the statistics more and if the statistics aren't right then you're in difficulty but coming back to the AI thing I think um, you know it is going to make a substantial difference I think uh, you'd be very brave to say where it will be in 10 years time because I think uh, that's that's where there's an awful lot of very intelligent people working very hard to surprise us and you will see these big leap forwards like chat GBT in a specific area but um you know the idea that the stories that you've seen in the press about we're all going to be made redundant by chat gpt um i think jobs will evolve and i think you know some of the well you've seen computing since the days when it was first introduced what's it's done it's taken the repetitive and laborious piece of routine out of roles um so, you know, when I started, I was um, 30 years ago, I was doing the monthly, the monthly sales statements were, were something that the typing pool had to sit there for two days a month and, and type up from the ledgers. Um, you know, and I came in with a computer system and we could just push a button and out they came in 20 minutes um, and you put them in a post and sent them. And then eventually it went on to email and that sort of evolution. So I think AI will do that, that typing pool, you know, a lot of them then moved on and their jobs became actually more interesting because they're more more decision-making and more involved in actual um, what the process should be rather than routine doing the process itself. So I I don't see in the mid-market anyway an awful lot of people being put out of work by this. What I do think is that it's going to take some of the stuff that they're it's going to make them more effective, more productive, and it's going to take some of the laborious stuff that they actually don't like doing away from them. Yeah, 100%. Just one example I saw that I loved was where it takes the meeting minutes. Uh, so if you're on a Teams call, okay, it can, um, it can um, write some minutes, which everybody hates doing. Most people miss big chunks. You, it, when you used to write them, you'd go back and you couldn't even read your own writing to work out what you'd done. Text the meeting minute, but then uses um, AI to highlight the actions and the important points and potentially to then raise an escalation or to, to, to trigger another action. And I thought that was, mm-hmm. that was, that was 
really, really good. I've, I've, having worked with um, the account managers recently, I'm trying to put together these account plans. I'm trying to get people to record meeting minutes and things and, and, and the, the, the differing levels that you get. And, and what people understand and don't understand as a meeting goes through, I thought that I thought that was really good, and that then that's a really good example of where you're taking a task that's laborious and yeah, um, quite often ineffective, and, and and just making it really easy. So I really and like consistent. that. Yeah, I mean the quality is consistent if you're doing it like that. Whereas, as you say, you know, you get varying varying levels of consistency. Even if different long people are swear it. words. <laughs> there's a good example of ai actually on built into powerpoint if you go in and you want to run through your presentation and it will critique you as you're going so it'll say you're speaking too fast you've used that phrase five yeah. or six times you, you're just repeating what's on the slide so in terms of actually that that's a really like you've given a good example real time i found that used to if you run through a deck before you present that's really good to say crumbs. Yeah, I am. I'm, I've used crumbs three times or whatever, or I am reading off. The, it just makes you think, and it gives you a score at the end of what you could do and and how to improve your your presentation. So it is coming into lots of it. It's, it's coming into Teams, like Liz said. Allegedly, allegedly, that because obviously this is like a chat bot. If somebody pinged you a chat on Teams. And it'll answer for you in a way that you know, looking at your past history, you would do. Might not blank out your sweat. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, so, um, That's only to you, Liz. Well, it needs to put them in for Liz, hasn't it? I think it's one of those things it's going to, it's going to improve, isn't it? No, it adds the swear words in my for the chat up for me, add it, so then it sounds like it's really for me. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just drop the F-bomb in there, then you'll know it's some list. It'll asterisk a few years, <laughs> not get caught by HR. Um, so I think I'd, I'd always advise anyone to go and have a play with it. It's, yeah. it's free to go and have a, a little play with it at the moment. Um, and it's it's just just have a, have a mess around. It will come into the products, there's no doubt. Um, and there's some good videos I'm sure we can put in the... the the content and yeah. the comments here around what you can look at what they're doing already but uh, anybody want anything to just say anything else before we conclude? decide what it's useful well, why don't you, you let the um, why don't you let the the, the script the, the script close it well that's all we've got time for today thank you so much for joining us James, Liz, Matt and uh, it was great to have you on the show you know all I have to say thanks for having me Liam you <laughs> <laughs> didn't put a click to subscribing yeah we should be doing the subscribe bit but I won't today but yeah that's um that's it really I think for today so thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you all on the next episode of Techman Talks Dynamics Dynamics